um, I feel like right now, what whatever you see online, you just like back in the days, all of these opportunities for work didn't really come. You mm -hmm. know, having to see things online, you get to even find out what you want to do, what you're really good at, or what you think you, can, you are like capable of doing. So, so it makes things really easy for you to understand. And plus, on, like having having your mobile phone too, is you can learn things quite easily. It's not just like for even the lecturers now even choose to let you watch the videos on YouTube, YouTube to mentor you to understand what is up. So it's not everything that like you have to learn and all that. So yeah, that. Yo 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 yo. I mean, this is the Back and Forth Podcast Charlie. <laughs> Hey man, it's your boy Red 4K and welcome back to the Back and Forth Podcast. Your number one best podcast in university podcast in Ghana right now. Nobody, nobody. So you can have this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, wherever you take your podcast for, just go on there. The back and forth with Rick 4K. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel too. The back and forth with Rick 4K. You, you, you get it. So <clears throat> so today is another episode, another exciting episode. I'm really gassed up for this episode because it's it's more relatably like you get. So <clears throat> without much further ado, let me introduce my guest. So on my left, it's a new face. Yeah, it's a new face. I promise you guys. Um, this year, I'm gonna have new, new fine girls, fine boys on the episode. So yeah, last two episodes or last three episodes, I had Jelani on it, and today I have here Ivy Styles. Hi, Ivy. people. That's hi Ivy Styles, and on my right, it's you can call me Kelvin Travis. Travis. Travis, 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 Travis Scott, Travis. <laughs> okay, so people, today, um, obviously, from the title, you've seen what we're talking about today. I don't know, I'm a bit nervous. I don't know, it's kind of like me, did you come with them? So I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> Great, I'm just kidding. So, today, we obviously talking about Generation Z, and it's been one of the hottest topics that has been going on. On social media, everywhere you go, everywhere you pass, you hear Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z. So today we're gonna dive into Generation Z and all the ups and downs, highs and lows, the good and bad, and all that. So without much further ado, um, Ivy, let me ask you this question though. So you being part of this Generation Z, how does it feel? Cause a lot of times there are bad things that are associated with Generation Z. So you being part of Generation Z, how does that make you feel? Feel? Sorry. Well, honestly, being part of this doesn't really make me feel like, you know, people complaining. Because majority of us teens are Generation Z. Yeah, so definitely you find out that um, it's the parents who just don't understand the way that we want to be free-spirited and things but I'm sure definitely with time they're going to like come and understand what we actually for because just because of we want to have style and we want to be free doesn't mean that we're bad they're just tagging us with this fact that you know we are 
what do you say it's in Ghana like you have straw and you don't yeah. have you know um morals, morals and yeah. you've forgotten where you're from yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. but yeah okay go on. yeah i think i agree with um the name again ivy ivy <laughs> yeah i agree with ivy yeah i'm a little indifferent about um how the stereotype around um gen z um as she said most of the stereotypes are actually bad because, again, we are free-spirited, we are open-minded, we tend to explore new things. And most of the time, we actually go against the norms yeah. that has been there before. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of like puts most of adults or, you know, people before Gen Z, you know, it takes them back a little bit. Yeah. So, again, we are hoping that in the future, people will like learn Oh, definitely. We're going to show them that we we can we do better than what's exactly. happened if you yeah. like in the past so yeah. definitely they have to understand where you're coming from okay so <clears throat> question number one i have a list of questions that we're going to dive into today so i'm going to make it short and brief all right so um how do you navigate the balance between online and offline interaction in your daily life well honestly i am more of i don't feel like if I have to leave my phone for about a week, I don't think I'll be that concerned about it. Of course, if it's urgent that I need you know, information, apart from the fact that I'll get calls, that is the only sort of thing that maybe might bother me, that I might not be able to call yeah. somebody or someone yeah. might call me and miss me and all that. Yeah. But apart from that, I don't think I would have any worries about it. Internet is good, you know. The phone is practically like everybody's life, but me leaving it out of my life doesn't exactly like hamper me that much. Yeah, I would say most of my friends are people who are actually like very distant from me. So I would say the online presence is actually very good. Because if you take Snapchat for instance, let's say someone is in Volta region, you can still communicate with the person. Someone in Kumasi, you can still talk to the person through um, platforms. So I think the online presence helps you to connect with people all over the world. But you know, on the offline one, you might probably have a smaller group of people that you actually interact with. And those are the people that maybe you probably like school with, maybe work with, or do like professional stuff with. But the people that you actually like derive a lot of happiness from are also the people from the online. So I want to ask you guys, so do you guys think we are coming to an age whereby being online, it's more important that having the real interaction with real people for me i think for him definitely mm -hmm. yes but for me not really i feel like you know we did live before phones of course right now it's made our lives really easy yeah. and lots of benefits from it but definitely like physical interaction to me is more important than the online so yes yeah i would say online presence actually creates room for more conversation than physical presence okay. because let's say you see the person for over a month there is nothing new for the person to tell you mm -hmm aside maybe something that and information that you missed. Mm -hmm. But with an online presence, let's say um, I spoke to you today, we are probably going to speak the following week. Mm -hmm. There is a whole week interval. We've yeah. done so many things. Mm -hmm. So like you obviously call, okay, I mean, this was, these were the things that I did over the week. Okay, and but actually it's opened up to a lot of conversation. I want to ask you this too. Being also offline, definitely I'm not saying that I see you because definitely you might not be my brother or my sister who mm -hmm. I might share the same bedroom and see mm -hmm. you every day for us to have a conversation. Yeah. But definitely let's say I'll see you today and maybe I'll see you again in a week or two. Definitely mm -hmm. there will be a conversation. Yeah. It's not all the time that you find out that even sometimes online you're just not in the mood. 
to talk. But in when you're with somebody, somehow you have to find a way to talk because that exactly. like weird silence might create a little oddness between the both of you. Unlike with the phone, where definitely the person doesn't see any expression on you for her to judge you, so you could just literally see the message. And you know how like WhatsApp is nowadays, you can literally like make the person think you haven't seen it, but you've seen the message, and exactly. you just chose to ignore it. Yeah. You know, I feel like physical interaction makes it way better for you to know the person like real feelings towards you than when you're online. People okay. can really fake and hide it nowadays. Yeah. So, um, we are in the age of social media and all that. Like, as you said, you, you are not really a fan of social media and all that. Oh, I'm a huge TikTok fan. I didn't say I'm not a fan of social media. Okay. Just, if it, I didn't have it for a week yeah. and we're okay. All right. So, um, you see a lot of things, especially on TikTok, because when you go on TikTok, there are a lot of things that are going on there, crazy stuff, the bad, the good ones and all that. So, I want to know how, how, like, the social media environment or the social media um, community has changed your perception about social issues as in what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, what's what's going on in Gaza and the um, Israel lines wars and all that. How has social media kind of like changed your whole perspective about these kind of issues? You know, with places like TikTok, everybody have their own opinion on things. Everybody's giving their views, their perspectives. You find out that all of this information, everyone is telling a different story. Yeah. You know, because of this, sometimes you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. You end up hearing yeah. lies. This is the reason for this. This is the reason. Of course, we we'll hear the main, the main topic that yeah, there may be a Ukraine war, this and this. But everybody's like mindset of it, or like the thought of how it happened, or what's going on, is going to be different. Like for this, this part of it, I always feel like it's is a negative because everyone is going to tell you what they think is up not exactly what is happening so you might really get like false information yeah because nobody is actually like there to know but everyone will just assume that they've heard this so because of this because of this and then they'll post it for other people to also come make comments which are not true and it just trends and information begins like going out there yeah. and it might not like be true so yeah i'll say um it has been creating a lot of awareness parties especially in the context of it made war because suppose we, we didn't have social media for people to be posting their you know the dead crimes and all of that no one would know how serious you know these issues are so i think it has been an eye-opener for um, the world to see what is what exactly is going on so that you know influential leaders could actually come in and also like you know play their part but in other contexts i think um i would say it's well, it's very easy for you to actually like take in a lot of information right now than before. Now, let's say before social media actually like erupted, you have to stick on the TV all the time and just be like waiting for you know see the yeah. news at eight or news yeah. at ten for you to know what is going on. Yeah. But now you go to um, TikTok, you go to Snapchat, you see someone posting what's trending. You know, you'll be scrolling through your TikTok videos, maybe watching shows, and then boom, one video pops up on something that is related to current issue. So I would say overall, it has been helping us indirectly with keeping up with, you know, you know, current issues, just that we don't really care. We are, again, found in our own self, and we don't really care about what is going on. Yeah, yeah but we are still getting a little drops of updates on what is going on. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> speaking of social media and all that, right now, um, the meme culture is very like on the rise. Like you see here, they will make this meme of this, this meme of that, and all that. that, that. So I want to ask, like, what do you think memes and the internet culture like 
kind of like play in the generations like oral communication mm-hmm. like you using memes and all that how like how is it playing role in the whole communication between people family and all that well it's like a form of amusement you know sometimes <laughs> someone would send you a text and you know um it's not funny but maybe the meme that will come would just make it like hilarious for you to remember the conversation yeah. You know, it's just ways for them to find entertainment and amusement and also, like, make something that is serious also become, like, comedy for somebody to yeah. laugh, you know. It's not all the time that you have to be serious and also. It's kind of, like, in a way, just amusing for people. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Totally agree with all, all she said. I think she actually spoke my mind. <laughs> so speak your mind. Okay, so, yeah, as she said, yeah, it is a form of, you know, amusement. When I go to Snapchat and I see people posting memes and all of that, I feel like sometimes those are the things that we need to actually debrief from whatever that is going on during the day. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of memes. I don't post memes, but I love to like, you know, see, see them, them, see them, and like, you know, about them. Not exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, um, can you like, how do you feel about the evolving um, definition of success and achievement in the digital age? Well, honestly, we've made success all about money, and everybody definitely wants to use this this form of um, internet to actually make money. We all think success is about it. And like right now, I feel like you don't exactly need to go to school in order for you to like like be perfect and have yeah. been using You can just have someone teach you the basics, and you can actually like make it a profession to use. Yeah. So right now, this is like the one way that is easy for mm-hmm. people like. For example, um, having be a doctor or a lawyer might take years of studies to achieve, but having do stuff like um, videos or content, it makes it very easy for you to make a living, and even a very comfortable one at that. So, yeah. yeah. Go on. Yeah, see, again, now what we want, uh, what we define as um, someone being successful again is like, you know, money, the person showing off on social media, you know, going. You know, travel, traveling, you know, posting pictures and all of that. But I think um, uh, I wish we could actually have a different definition of success because what you might define as being successful might be different from my definition of successful. Maybe you you, you would deem um, you know, having all the cars, the money as being successful. Someone needs a child to be successful. So I think we are all, you know, centralizing successfulness or like being successful with all it, with most of them being related to money, but it's not always about money. And especially in our social media era, you know, we need money to you know, achieve those high status as we initially discussed. So, um, is there, is, is this kind of like a very personal question, yeah, personal question, so, is there any kind of like topics or issues that's kind of like evolving around you and your peers that you think maybe like, Yes, we have to pay attention to it. Kind of like any topic that is evolving around you and your peers. Well, honestly, topics change. You know, we're always talking about something that is trending. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more of like something horrible happened and everybody's into it or maybe some new trend of clothes and everybody wants it. And this sort of like peer pressures you because like what you see on the internet is what you like consider as perfection yeah. and you want to. So that is what everyone will talk about. And that's the way they even judge you. So you two 
like you find out that your friends have seen what's on social media and they think it's perfection so they too they try to imitate that perfection and if you don't meet that standard it becomes an issue so that's something you're going to try and fit in with the crowd yeah. so like for example people's peer pressure right now doesn't really take any effect nobody gives a fuck what you're actually saying yeah. but it's more like what they see online have already told them what perfection is and what they have to be. Yeah. So that's, I think, one of the issues that we actually have right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would also say, like, maybe right now with my peers, I would say more on you know, fashion and, you know, clothing and all of those things. Like, anytime we meet, we are trying to, like, find, you know, which, you know, trousers or jeans is, you know, the most talked about. So, yes, obviously, those are the trends. And I think right now, Snap, Snapchat streaks. Everyone is into it. Someone can actually like unfriend you because you don't trust him. They are super or whatever. But yes, those are current trends that you know I know that is trending, especially among Gen Z. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, next question How has the accessibility of information online influenced your worldwide? Your world view and opinions. Would you want to have this question first? Oh yeah, sure. The, the question again. Um, how has the accessibility of information online influenced your world view and opinions? So I would I would say career path. Um, before I chose computer science, I was more in the you know the engineering, the health kind of person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I started. You know, yeah, I remember. Until I started like looking at social media, looking yeah. at you know tech, yeah. you know looking at how the STEM field has actually been a very stronger field, which is pioneering a lot of great things going on in the world. So I think career path has it has helped me, you know, make like valid um, decisions that has actually affected me in a very positive way. So I think overall, yeah, it has been a very you know, good way because whatever you see around right now is everything powered by tech yeah. and then you begin to ask yourself how can you fit yourself in those fields because you don't want to be behind especially if the world is because you look at the rate at which technology is increasing against how we are trying to catch up yeah. it's inversely proportional so yeah, 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 yeah. you think about how you can actually keep up with all of these new trends in tech and you'll be like oh let me go into tech yeah. let me learn about computer science go into different fields ai science family you know etc et so yeah, well, I actually second what you're saying. It's, it's quite true. Um, I feel like right now, what whatever you see online, you just like back in the days, all of these opportunities for work didn't really come. You know, having to see things online, you get to even find out what you want to do, what you're really good at, or what you think you, can, you are like capable of doing. So, so it makes things really easy for you to understand. And plus, on, like having having your mobile phone too, is, you can learn things quite easily. It's not just like for even the lecturers now even choose to let you watch the videos on YouTube, YouTube. to mentor you to understand what is up. So it's not everything that like you have to learn and all that. So yeah, the, the internet has helped us quite a lot in terms of figuring out what to do in the future and all that, yeah. All right, so there's more into technology than health. So um, what are your thoughts on the impacts of technology on mental health within our generation? Bad, bad, bad. It is extremely bad. Very, very bad, like 100% bad. Now, as you said initially, everyone is looking for that, you know, perfect 
you know, structure of body or perfect mindset. Yeah. Everyone is trying to appear a certain form online yeah. with, you know, a whole different setup offline. Because yeah. you go to Snapchat or if you're taking pictures, you're looking for the perfect picture. Yeah. Like, if you're doing a podcast, you're looking for the perfect topic that would get the audience yeah. in a very good way. Yeah. So, like, everyone is looking for that perfection and you know we are all humans we can't be perfect yeah? so obviously you keep thinking about how can i how can i get this clothes you know this celebrity is wearing this you know shoe is wearing this you know, sneaker is wearing this bag god i need this bag okay you know this iphone is on everyone is using it you know mirror images you're like charlie i have to get one of my friends phone to actually take a mirror image you know airdrop it to me let me post it online you know yeah all of those things they're actually good <clears throat> But you know, some people are actually having strong mental health with these things. They are battling how they could actually, you know, get some of these tools to actually like prove a point to their peers, especially if they are <coughs> in an environment where it is very risky. Well, yes, that is very true. Like right now, perfection has like the internet has told you what perfection is and how you have to intimate like it and all. So it's like everybody's trying so hard. What they can't get, they're trying to reach it and it's taking a toll on how they think, giving them this stress. Like mentally this is kind of really draining yeah. on them. And like I feel like um, the perfection that they have to acquire makes them think that they are supposed to do anything to get it, even yeah. if the thing is wrong. Yeah. yeah, give it like even sometimes this whole thing of having changed your body type, like you were saying, like you know, you want the bigger boobs, you want the bigger ass, you yeah. want to look a certain way that they th- people like on the internet are telling you is perfect. After doing all of this and has negative impacts, you end up having like the mental of having fixed yourself back to normal because you regret the decisions that you have made so all of this sort of like leads to this mental like so honestly this this part of it is really bad so, um, do you see any unique challenges or opportunities for our generation in terms of career path and education yeah like right now the internet has made it so easy um, it's, it's not like in education wise and also um, what is it? Your like having do content and all like yeah. all of this has made it like you could always research about what to do, how what it takes, what can happen. Almost like right now, every information can be found on the internet. Yeah. So it kind of helps you know and like it weighs out your your what is it your your advantages, your disadvantages, what you can do, what you can't do, yeah. like your resources. It, it gives you it gives you how do I say it? It gives you knowledge about what you think is possible that i have no idea how to put it but i just feel like this makes it really easy for you to know what you want it makes it weighs out all the let's say the materials you've got sometimes financially you know that you might not be able to fund some things but like the internet has given you like ways in which you can you know find other alternatives to what you want to do so i'll start with the um challenge i would say um the only challenge I see right now is that we want to work less and earn more. Oh, because no one wants 9 to 5 right now. Yeah. Like, go to the office 9 a.m., come back 5 p.m., and end, let's say, 2,000 a month. Yeah. You know, we want to, like, work very less and earn more. That is a challenge for our generation. But in terms of opportunities, I think we have been more open-minded in terms of career path. 
you know, everyone wants to, you know, if you go to Snapchat, for instance, people are doing advertisements over there. You don't have to go to school to be able to acquire the skill. And I mean, they earn pretty much, mm-hmm. which will be able to sustain yeah, them. And also, like, the initial mentality of everyone growing up to become a doctor, you know, a lawyer, and, you know, those kind of, like, signature jobs hasn't been, like, as prevalent as it is, you know, in our generation. People love to do what they feel like they feel very interested in as against, you know, the normal norms of you have to go to school to be a lawyer, you have to go to school to be a doctor, you know. Now people have been like, oh, I want to be, you know, a product you know, manager and, you know, they earn very good amount of money over the month. And again, as we all measure success by money, since you're able to, you know, sustain yourself by the month, that is all what is required for, you know, our generation. So, yeah. So, um, back in the day, with the likes of Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, and all those kind of like powerful activists and all of that, mm-hmm. and we Generation Z, that right now is kind of like our whole being, our whole living, it's focused or it's centered around social media, technology, and all that, 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 that. So, I just want to get your mind on how do you see the future of um, activism and social change being shaped by Generation Z? Um, would you like to have this question again? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, no, you want me to have it? Yes, please. All right, so again. How do you see the future of, of activism and social change being shaped by yeah, I think as I said earlier on, we are more of we are very vocative, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime we feel like this is um, something against our belief or our norm, we are more likely to like go online, put our opinions over there, let every single person know. Especially if you look at it, um, this hashtag um, fix the country, yeah. you realize yeah, 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 yeah. most of you know the youth actually called out, mm-hmm. you know, wanting you know the government to be fully aware of. Mm-hmm how the country is going on right now. So I think we are more vocative. We want to see a lot of change. And I think that is a very good thing. We are, we are more vocative. And we don't really care what other people say. We are like, you know, once we feel like this is a wrong thing and we want, you know, we want to see a change, we are like, okay, let's do this. Work. So you think we can do better than what the old age they did? Exactly. I think we can do better because now we... We hold people accountable much more than you know our parents did. Uh, now let's take let's talk about politics a little bit. Like right now, people are actually born out of like you know political parties. They want to be you know because their parents were you know NPP or NDC or whatever the party was. They tend to go that way. They don't even care or you know ethnicity and all of that. They don't even care about whether the person is doing the job or not. But if you look at our generation, for instance, we are more accountable. We want to see change. We want to see who is on the road, who is fixing the road, who is actually building the schools. We don't really care about where you are coming from, whether you're an Ewe, a Fanti, or an Ashanti. We are more on who is the right person for the job. And I think that is the only thing that I, I feel like it is a stronger change that, you know, past the generation we able to do that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I second what you're saying, I feel like technology has really made an impact on what Gen Zs want to do for the future. You know, I feel like because of technology in our time, we are capable of doing quite a lot. And in fact, the olden days might even be forgotten if you know.
not careful because we are doing really great. You know, technology has made things so easy that the stress that our people went through in the past is not what we're going to go through now. So the future seems very bright. Of course, there's going to be a lot of um, freedom of thought and lots of free will and crazy things that we'll do. But nonetheless, because of how technology has made things, definitely like we have to think out the box in order to make progress with technology. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to make the future quite impressive. So, um, how do you approach building and maintaining relationships in a world dominated by digital communication? Well, since I'm more on the online, you know, impression and all of that, again, this is a strong field for me. I love to build uh, my connections online because you're not always going to see most of these connections in person. Mm -hmm. So, I'm very stronger on the online presence. And so this uh, would obviously be an advantage to me since if you go on LinkedIn, you can make you know, connections over there. If you go on Snapchat, Instagram, you can make professional connections over there or you know, mutual you know, or casual friendship over there. So again, people are even finding you know, their, their lovers on, yeah, on social media. Look at this first for instance, yeah, Moses. Moses exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is a perfect example <laughs> of how the media is you know, creating jobs and marriages for our generation, so yes, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, you, like you said, um, online you, you get more in common with someone than offline. Mm. This this is also a form of catfish at times, <laughs> yeah, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes someone is so perfect online, but when you meet the person in person, it's not right. And definitely in marriage, you're not going to just be chatting online, you're going to be physical with the person. Exactly. I feel like being Having socialized online sometimes is not exactly the best idea. Of course, it, it helps. Let's say in a like in a way that you've had a, like a relationship already, and you guys are in a long distance type of thing, and somehow you you're making things easier with communication on the phone. Sometimes having meet the right person on the phone might not be the right person physically. Yeah, you know, it has it has it's really bad effects when you think the person is a certain way and it's not because right now there's lots of scamming going on it's not just outside the country but also in the country where you even find out that the person you're talking to might be like a 70 year old woman mm -hmm. or the person you're talking to is a man mm -hmm. you see so this this type of things i feel like sometimes it's best to maybe get your physical attraction mm -hmm. and Before build on it and then you move online to, yeah. in order to maintain the cause of distance Agree. Okay, so um, I think two questions back or one question back. Okay, we were talking about the whole impact the generation Z is like revising um, our opinions and all that on social media. Right. So I want to know, you see, when this fix the country whole thing came up, okay, and I think it was last year that they needed people like occupy global house mm -hmm. they needed people to come like come out in their numbers mm -hmm. to come and protest and tell <laughs> the government this is what is going on that's what is going on but when you compare the numbers on social media the the numbers that people were on there saying and i occupy global house do this do that do this do that but when it, it came to like the real impact like let's get on the street let's protest and all that People were not outside. Exactly. You get it. Yeah. So I, I, I wanna, I wanna get <laughs> your um, opinion on how do you navigate the final line between online activism and real world impact. So I would say we leave the you know real world impact to the millennials yeah. because they have, they have always been working that way. Yeah. 
with the demonstration and everything and it has been that then okay so we would always be the online pool that okay. is like we would go online mm-hmm. tell these um political you know people yeah. our mind yeah. let them know how bad the country is yeah. but when it comes to demonstration of or the more physical ones we need our millennials to you know do those jobs but yeah, i think most of us would want to you know do all of these things in terms of like the physical interaction but then again you have to weigh the you know the you know the good and the bad you know you have to look at your age you know your your physical you know abilities and all of that so obviously we would want to leave those things to you know the upper hand or the upper level people to actually do it but when it comes with us giving you guys the online pool trust us that you'll be there for you and we'll come in our numbers you you think physically is because of they are afraid yeah we are not afraid they are we are not afraid i don't think we are because i feel like you know we are so comfortable at home and not having any reactions yes definitely nobody can head through your phone for it to hit you so definitely you're not going to step out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and then be in trouble because when you see it on the internet plus people have seen the videos of how like real activism like activism excuse me yeah. you know what i mean sure. yeah <laughs> actually happens in this world yeah. so nobody wants to like get in a situation whereby they're going to be like beaten yeah. or like have like trouble mm-hmm. you know and plus don't forget most of us have parents too yeah, like exactly. we we actually think to someone living their life in freedom they have this benefit but deep down they know what their parents are going to do when they get home so definitely exactly. they're just going to say it and never really do it in fact they won't even show that they said it exactly. yeah and again, I think we are being more careful, especially when we are, you know, growing up, you know, ages of, let's say, 20 to 25, yeah. you know, you, you have to work, you have to occupy some workspaces. Yeah. So you tend to, like, be very relaxed in terms of physical pool mm-hmm. because you don't want your video to be somewhere else yeah. and you're looking for this type of job and you're yeah. like, oh, what you this party was yeah. very partisan and yeah. all of that. So I think that is the only bad side to why a lot of people would actually think twice in terms of having the physical pool but if that you know limitation was actually not present i think a lot of people come in their numbers and with what in regards to our parents then i think once most of them start moving out of their house or start working you know having some little little amount of that we tend to be a lot more independent and we tend to do things that we like compared to like that but by that time it's not a little late because you've really had that comfort for such a long time that mm-hmm. definitely that fear of doing it will still appear in your mind so you might not join yeah. so definitely you're just going to say i also feel like even the people who do work mm-hmm. this is like a way for them to also vent out their frustration because they cannot do it outside Mm-hmm. So they hide behind the phone and invent other frustration yeah, on yeah. other people because yeah. definitely they cannot go to work and then say their mind just like how they would say it on the phone like yeah. incognito without anybody knowing about it. But do you know that the online presence is more stronger than the physical? For instance, most of these you know political personals are online. Mm-hmm. They see the tweets, yeah. they read the messages, yeah. and you know how people can be very unkind when it comes to. But online, oh yes, that, re- that raises a lot of mental issues for okay, exactly. people. So if you are coming up, if the whole nation is coming after you online, trust me, but that me, is more crazy. But than political parties, I'm a, I'm a Tesco member, like right. political parties, I will not lie to you, majority of them want their benefits. So you have, especially in Ghana here, 
emotions don't like emotions don't really like matter to plenty of people like that right. you understand so definitely you saying something that doesn't bring money to them yeah. or that doesn't benefit any of the plans that they have made doesn't really concern them of course they're going to hear you out and try and make suggestions and ways to fix it but mm-hmm. i don't think it would make that big of effect on on them it like does that. it does right now it depends on who the right. person is yeah. let's say in a situation whereby i want the position mm-hmm. definitely what you say I have to take it into account right. because i want something yeah. But in a situation I have it, this I think this is the problem of Ghana right now, whereby they've given um, a certain party power mm-hmm. and what the party promised, the party never did. Yeah. When I wanted it, yes, there's nothing that you won't say that is not going to hurt me because I want the position and you're holding me back from it if you're uncomfortable with what I'm like, what is happening. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I'll do anything in my power to make sure you're satisfied because I want it. But once I get it, my satisfaction matters more. Okay. I think this appears way, to normal human yeah, beings right. too. I get, I get this. But with the way people are actually moving more on the virtual or like online board, soon and very soon, election results will be determined by the online like place. Because see, we have, let's say, if Twitter has a lot of, let's say, over, you know, 20 million Ghanaians mm-hmm. account over there, yeah. and all of them are seeing all of these tweets, all of these, you know, brands, people talking about yeah. so many things. Trust me, there is always going to be a change but, of mind. But, but what about our markets, madam? I think right now we are getting a little out of, I would say, out of the system. Because, <laughs> because you know why? A lot of people are turning 18 years mm-hmm. older, mm-hmm. and we are more, again, vocative than our, you know, our parents yeah. or our markets would yeah. And I think they are also also experiencing, you know, the change in economy. So if you feel like, you know, you're experiencing this, yet you want to be very you know, ethnical and still vote for whoever is not working hard. Yeah. I think that is totally good. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Let's wrap up. So, um, I think this, this will be my last question. Yeah, I think. All right. So, um, with respect to influencers and celebrities, yeah. so how has their influence on our generation consumer behavior and values has changed? Like, influencers, celebrities, how they you know come out do this do that is you see right now generation z is influenced by a lot of celebrities and influencers so i just want to have your mind on it like how has it kind of like changed the whole thing all right so let's talk about the positive first i would say in terms of you know marketing and product management we are one of the best because before we had this whole surge of social media most of people actually had, you know, their own personal business, but had no idea how they are going to promote it. Now people are actually paying for ads, mm-hmm. people to, for like let's say a whole, you know, place of following people to actually see the ads. And I think you probably have a percentage of people also buying the product as yeah. well. So, in terms of influencers and celebrities, um, I think they are helping people to actually find their purpose in terms of, you know. Venturing into you know their content creating field and making a little amount of money from that. The negative aspect only is how people want to be perfect or as perfect as how these celebrities or influencers are. Not knowing that, I wouldn't say majority of them, but some of them have actually, you know, just that. Have actually. Okay, okay, okay. Exactly. They don't tell us, but we know. Yeah. And you, you want to be like that. Yeah. So obviously, you want to do whatever that they did yeah. to get that phone or yeah, that, that figure eight, yeah. that money as yeah. well, that car, that car, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Yeah, like I sing it. Every, <laughs> honestly, I think it spoke everything yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah, like right now, it's the good aspect is the fact that um the education, not like the educating us on all of this, mm -hmm. how product works and all that. But then the bad side is the fact that we think their life is perfect and we are working so hard to be where they are, no uh, matter what it takes, yeah. how they look like. Because that's what they feel the fame comes from, how perfect they look. So mm -hmm. they think if they can like at least look like them, then yeah. they too can be as perfect yeah. as they are. But it doesn't work like that. Someone has been in that like entertainment field for a long time and person has worked really hard and has suffered a lot. And mm -hmm. if you think you're going to take like the easiest way out to get it, it might not work for you. And that's less and more. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, um, to my last question, to my last question. So, would you rather, would you rather love to be like 30 years back or in this present moment? Bro, I love to be a Gen Z. I know that obviously our generation will be out of the place very soon. Yeah, of course. But I love this generation. Yeah. Definitely. Going to see as well, bro. 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 I'm not gonna show the phone, but bro, forget it. I need to be like 30 years ahead. Okay. I'll be happy with that. But I think this generation is actually the best. Okay. I'm hoping that you know the stereotypes, as I said earlier on, would be erased because see, we are very creative. Mm -hmm. We are a force on its own. Yeah. That if our leaders are able to tap into us, mm -hmm. trust me, the country is gonna change. This is a vision God has given me. Amen. <laughs> I, oh yes, I definitely want to be here. I mm. wouldn't. I would never want to have the mentality that some of our olden day people have. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like the modern lifestyle. Okay. So you know, I've also been influenced by the internet. You know, okay. like all of us. So definitely, this comfort kind of makes things okay. easier than what you hear from the past. And they add a word called period. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm talking it. about Cardi B. Yeah. You guys are like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's P U R R. How do you guys pronounce it? P U R R. Yeah, P U R R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, um, to the last segment on the pod. Alright. So, this is. Um, the person said I should keep him anonymous. So, okay. So I can, okay, okay. I can never make what I did seem right. So let me just rip off the bandaid. I came over to visit my boyfriend, but I was told he's gone to town. He went with two other roommates, leaving his best friend alone in the room. He told me he would have gone with them, but he wasn't around when they were leaving. P.S. My boyfriend lives in Kumasi, so he was going. He was going to show his roommate where to buy some stuff, which he never told me. Like I would never have come to the room. So fast forward, I was even about to leave when I realized the situation. When I realized the situation, but his best friend insisted I stay, so we watch a movie. I probably shouldn't have think about it, but I did. And we got physical and ended up fucking. I'm feeling so guilty and it's bad. And his best friend was calling me our wife when I visited today. And I was so disgusted. Any help on what to do, please? I'll be in the comment section. Please don't judge. I need advice. 
Only if you can't do that, please keep your mouth shut. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to give any comments? Oh. Well, what am I supposed Okay, so... See, eh? What you did is wrong. I'm not going to judge you, but... You have to, you know, tell your boyfriend what you did. No, I think it's better you tell the person the truth mm-hmm. than, you know, you burying it inside you or whatever. But yeah, I'm not going to judge you, but... Yeah. I'm gonna keep quiet. <laughs> oh, like I understand. Sometimes you know we we met with situations, but at the same time, so I feel like you should have had a little control, especially if even if you were to do something like that with his roommate, mm-hmm. like that is <laughs> that is really like I don't even think if he found out this is not just gonna affect you, but his roommate too, because yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely his roommate knew that you guys were together. Yeah. But I feel like. You should definitely tell him about it and if possible give him some space mm-hmm. you know let him actually figure out what's wrong because if it was me i wouldn't literally forgive you i would actually maybe if i did forgive you i wouldn't want another chance with you not yeah. that you know definitely we've had our time but yeah. this is just a little too much for me to handle that you <clears throat> not somebody that i don't know but my roommate someone yeah. i see almost every day yeah. So this is going to be like, I feel like, what did he do that I couldn't have done or he couldn't have waited for me or had that fatal pride in me? So, One last advice, please. We should respect our boundaries when it comes to our friends' relationships. Yes! Stop trying to be like our wife, our girlfriend. (laughs) You know, the girl coming to you will be like, oh, she's our wife. (laughs) Whose wife? It's someone's (laughs) girlfriend. Learn to respect your boundaries, okay? And that would help you. This is 2024. We are not doing this anymore. You know, like, you two, you should have pushed her away. You shouldn't have even asked for that. Like, I feel like he had his motive. Who would he deny free He had had his motive. Like, he wanted to do that. In fact, definitely. So, if you are here watching the video, you have got your answer, please, do tell your boyfriend. Let him figure it out. I mean, if he loves you, he can't forgive you. But me, bro, there's no going back to that. There is no going back to that. That's no. shit. That's I, shit, I will draw the line there. We ending in that shit, bro. No, bro, pack your things. Leave. Right now. Oh, like, maybe maybe it's a little harsh. You know, things happen. Even, mm-hmm. you never know. Something like that can happen to you in the future. You actually will be like, oh, I Very, understand. very possible. Yeah, but then, at the same time, too, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't forgive because... Right now, you've done something like this, and there was not even anything driving you towards it. The possibility of you also having this thing again would go like can happen. So I'll be like, have time for yourself and figure out what you want, and think of yourself being stable before you move on to relationship. Because if you feel like you can't commit, I'd rather you wait than to commit and have these mistakes like okay often. Yeah, but I'm still drawing the line though. Okay, (laughs) thank you for tuning in today's episode. Oh. Today's been fun, Charlie. I've been recording since four. But, Charlie, all things said, thank you for watching today's episode. You can have this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Charlie, wherever you listen to your podcast, for, just go on the search the back and forth with Rick for k Or, kindly go to YouTube. Or you are even watching it on YouTube right now. And you haven't subscribed, bro. What the fuck, bro? Subscribe. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Hit it, Yeah, hit the subscribe, turn on the notification bell. To get notified whenever I upload. So Charlie, um, today, thank you for showing up on such uh, um, short notice. Uh, I really appreciate it very it much. Yeah. So, sure, 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 sure. Um, I would love to have you on, you no know, other episodes too. 
Yes, I I bet. So um, show your social media as well. Um, on Instagram, I'm Ivy underscore Styles twenty three, and that's all the place. I mean, on what is it on? Um, Snapchat, I'm Ivy underscore Styles twenty three. Yeah, Kevin. Great. I thought I was already popular, but you know. <laughs> it's, it's it's Kevin underscore Travis five nine on all social media platforms. Mr. Famous. Mr. Famous. I think everyone knows me by you. Charlie, you take my time from all the show. Charlie. So Charlie, thank you for tuning in and it has been your host, Greg Forky. See you in the next episode. Until then. Great.